0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the At The Deep End podcast with me, Eleanor Collar. Um, like what is going on guys? I can't figure myself out. I feel like it's that time of year where you're kind of stuck. You know like mid-February, you're kind of losing out on the motivation of January from the new year but you're not yet into the whole like spring routine where you're refreshing and everything like that and that is just a bit how I've been feeling. Like Whoa, there's a lot going on right now, and I know last week I said that we were gonna do a little bit of a reading catch up, just like an easy little episode to get us back into it. Um, and then I was gonna go into the the topic that I had been wanting to do. However, I am gonna save that again, just because when I'm in the mood to do a podcast, like I need to do that podcast now. And this week, I'm going to be talking about homesickness i was speaking to my friends the other day and they were saying that i think it was 2 weeks ago now that basically the week 2 weeks ago which i think is like the first the first week of february something like that it's the highest rated dropout week for universities and like the universities experienced the highest number of dropouts during that week and I have a feeling that like most of this is to do with homesickness. So I've always struggled with homesickness quite a bit. My friends always used to think that like I'd never go to university because of how bad my homesickness would be as a child, I would get homesick on sleepovers and it was only really my best friend that I would sleep round her house happily. Everyone else, I did the classic, please can you phone my mum at like 12pm, 11pm for her to pick me up because I just could not stand sleeping in en- like someone else's bed, anyone else's but my own. And so my friends never thought I'd be able to go to university. I'm very close with my mum. Um, she's like my best friend and so I too was very anxious about going away to university and I deferred a year just because I was not in the mental state to be going to university and I think it's the best thing that I did because I don't believe that if I had gone to university last year it would have It would never have gone as smooth sailing as it has this year. And I'm not saying it's gone completely smooth sailing, clearly, because the lack of episodes kind of show that. But there's obviously other extraneous factors. However, I feel like I have put together quite a few tips on how I've gotten over homesickness. Now for starters, I went to Australia last year and that has made going to university so much easier. My homesickness was quite bad in Australia, especially when I first went and um, especially when I was in times of kind of like emotions are high and I had a lot on my plate. That was definitely when the homesickness was at its worst and I definitely think like if you are right now sat wherever you're sat and you're away from home and you are feeling this complete dread of homesickness and all you want to do is go home, think about what is going on in that life and kind of categorise these up and rationalise your feelings. Is there some stress that is knocking you off and that is why you want to go home? Because home for everyone is the comfort. And I'm not talking about going back to your house. I'm talking about your home. It's the comfort that we want. And we have to look at why we want it. Are we in a time of need? And is that why we're feeling particularly homesick? And if so, I find it's easier to rationalise that than, say, a spur of homesickness that I'm not quite sure where it's come from. You know, some homesickness can come out of the blue. Some you are reminded, even from, say, like a TikTok, like I have been experiencing a bit of homesickness recently because of that, um, that trend where on TikTok, I don't know if you've seen it, but well I'm going to forget the whole song and it's been in my head for the last week, but it's basically the one where people are saying like, when I'm back in Chicago, I feel it and people are kind of coining it onto their own cities and where they feel like they are most themselves And I have seen so many of Bristol and it is making me feel so homesick. I even made one myself and I was like, I need a minute here. Like this is, I miss my home so much. And especially when you go from such a different environment. So for me, Bristol feels very different to Liverpool. It's very much more countryside in Bristol. And also, I know my way around. I'm driving my car. I don't need my sat-nav on. I know my way around. Whereas Liverpool, I seem to get lost in it every day, even though I've been here for, what, five months now? Wait, maybe four months. I'm not very good at estimations. Moving on but it's just about thinking about why you are homesick and that's always the starter of how to mitigate these feelings, control these feelings and just overall feel better and more comfortable in yourself. So like I was saying, Australia made university a lot easier for me in terms of homesickness because when I was in Australia, you're in a completely different time zone, you're on the other side of the world, so I kind of would get this sort of, in a sense, the best way to compare it is to, like, claustrophobia, where when I was feeling homesick in Australia, I knew I'm stuck. I'm stuck there. It's not like I can just get a quick flight back. Even if I was to buy a flight back to, like, back home the next day, it would still take me a couple days to even make it back to my house. And so... That feeling on top of the fact that I could not ring home at certain times of the day just because they would not be awake really intensified that homesickness. And now coming to university and only being, what, a four or five hour train journey away, even though that's quite a lot and it is significantly more than some of my friends who are just, you know, maybe an hour's train it still has made it so much better for me to think about mentally. It also helps, in a sense, if we look at it on a positive. I'm on a student budget right now. I cannot afford to be getting the £60 train home whenever I feel like it. So I sort of started thinking about these tips of homesickness whilst I was Away in Australia over the summer to kind of prepare me for going to university. But I constantly, you know, build on these as I go along, as I go through blips of homesickness, and as I see my friends go through the same thing. Keep in touch with people is my number one rule. I think it's so important, not only just for getting over homesickness, but also for holding on to those valuable friendships and those relationships back home. Check in on people as much as people check in on you and just keep in touch, whether you like FaceTiming, calling, texting. I feel like it's a very obvious one, but often when we are stressed and that has brought on homesickness, we don't sort of tend to take the time to speak to our loved ones back home because I don't particularly like phone calls. They kind of stress me out, I don't know what it is, I'd much prefer FaceTime or some daily texts but it's really important to take that time out of your day and dedicate it to contacting you know people back home. I actually had not phoned my mum in over a week which is so unlike us but we were just so busy this week and I managed to phone her yesterday and A complete weight just lifted off my shoulders from being able to speak to her and hear her voice. Now, I have a slightly separate rule for keeping in touch, like, physically, and I think it's important to limit those physical visits. I stand by the one-month rule, which is where you do not see anyone in the first term of uni for at least one month, because if you get that reminder of home, before you are fully settled into your new home whether that's university, whether you've moved away for work, whether you're traveling, the reminders are there constantly and you're not going to be able to stand your ground in your new environment as well. So when I moved to university in September I did not see my best friend until late October when it had been a month and then I didn't see my family until November. And I'm so glad I did that because there were times within October, well, I literally knocked my front teeth out in the first week of October and I thought, that's it. I was in a fit. I'm going home. I need, I need, like, I just need my mum and dad to look after me. I feel like a child again. Someone help me. But my parents were like, no, do not come home. Like, we know you need an, a doctor's appointment. You. We know you need a dentist's appointment at most but do not come home until your one month is over. And I honestly think if I had gone home that first week of October, I may not have come back. And you just have to push through it. Like as hard as it is to say, you have to push through it. And I thought, you know, that one month gap, that would just be the, just in the first term, maybe even your first year. But coming back from Christmas, I have sort of felt like, my homesickness has been worse in semester two and I think that is because always for me it's worse when I have to say goodbye when I'm reminded of what's home and the comforts of home and having to say goodbye to that and having to say goodbye to the people I love all over again it heightens my homesickness for me like immensely and so I've had to do that same routine where I don't see anyone for a month again and it's the same thing I didn't see anyone and then my best friend came up to visit me after a month of being back in Liverpool and it's all about the timings and even if you're saying oh but it's only three weeks if you can push to that one month like basically goal see it as different goals then you're much more likely to be comfortable in your own space in your new space saying that it's important to see people and it's important to get that physical one-on-one contact with someone and for me I really need that but with this one month rule in mind frequency can can almost be a negative in a sense even if you're able to keep up the frequency constantly it's not going to do you any good in the long term because realistically you can't do that For the rest of your life, you can't stick to that routine for the rest of your life. And almost in a sense, having a routine for visits can be negatively impacting on you in the long term because, say, you can't meet those standards of that routine at some point along the line, it's going to really affect you at that point because your body will be so, like, subconsciously used to seeing people at that certain time. So what I like to do is I plan my visits in around specific events. So say, like, I'm going to go visit my best friend because it's her birthday next week. And, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day in March. And so my boyfriend's coming up to celebrate in Liverpool because it will be a big night. Things like that, where you can put visits in with specific dates that make sense to you. But also they're not like... There's no time in between when I last saw my best friend and the time before that. There isn't a specific set date. So I'm not used to it and it's more of a surprise. It's more like a nice surprise that I get to see her. However, saying that, I can still see those those visits as like goals. I can see them in the distance and it's kind of something that you work to earn towards. You earn to see them by staying where you are in your new environment. Because if you say oh, I'm going to see my mum in summer, but you can't see that exact date, it's going to make it a lot less easy to get to summer, to get to that goal, because you can't necessarily pinpoint it on a certain date. Whereas, say for me, I'm seeing my my family in Easter, I really want to go home now. I've been feeling this sort of, spur of homesickness and I want to go home now but I can rationalise that that would be such a silly thing to do financially because oh it's only four more weeks and I've literally been counting down the days since I visit each sort of person in my life and that's been really helping me with figuring out my homesickness also just scheduling what I need to do around that because You need to be in your new environment as much as possible in order to get into a routine there. And you're there for a reason, whether you're at university to get your degree, whether you're in a new environment to see and experience new opportunities, whether you're in your new environment because you've taken on a new job, you're there for a reason. And so oftentimes you have to be quite selfish and um, prioritise that over anything else. Like I said, emotions are high, homesickness is high. That's normally how they go, hand in hand. And when you're feeling these stresses, then your homesickness is always going to be higher. So I always like to keep busy. I always like to keep a lot of hobbies, especially hobbies that feel comforting and that maybe remind me of home. So obviously I've said like I do a lot of reading and that's a big hobby for me. Socialising with your new friends and your new environment and learning a way to love your new environment is really important. Um, But also like I've been feeling like I've lacked a lot of creativity recently and that's something that I used to go at go home and do a lot is my painting. And I think I'm going to go out and get a bit of a sketchbook together and Just get a few mediums that I can just start expressing my creativity with just to remind me of that comfort without having to go home to gain that comfort. Another way is making sure that your new environment feels like a new home. It doesn't have to replace the home that you're missing, but just having an environment that you feel comfortable in. Decorate it the way that you like, decorate it with things that remind you of home. Um, even scents so like I've got a new room diffuser that is the same diffuser my mum uses or I've got a diffuser that actually smells a bit like my boyfriend's aftershave and just having those little like scents, textures, colours, sights, sounds that remind you of home building on those senses that you have is going to make you feel more comfortable in your new environment and it's all about kind of like tricking your body subconsciously into feeling comfortable and once you have sort of tricked yourself into that you will start feeling like very comfortable in your own home and even when you go back to your real home you'll miss your your you'll miss your new home because you'll miss the new comforts that you've been able to build upon those those foundations and that may be not like that may not be something that you can get back home so I quite like having the peace and having my own space. Whereas when I go home, I have two brothers. I'm absolutely not getting that. I wouldn't wish for anything else going home, but it's just about separating these two things and appreciating the two spaces that you now have and actually feeling very grateful the fact that you can live two sort of lives in one. I think it's important to talk about your homesickness, and I I remember when I was younger, being homesick was kind of like, in a way, cowardly. Not, it was just you know when you'd get teased for missing your mum on a school trip or you couldn't sleep the whole sleepover f- through, and you may feel slightly judged for that. But actually. We should be talking about our homesickness because everyone experiences it. And if you don't necessarily feel comfortable with talking about it, I definitely recommend journaling about it. And journaling about both your homesickness, why you feel like you're getting it, what do you miss that is back home? What can you implement into your life that will make you familiar with these things, like that will remind you of your comforts? But also even planning ahead into the future and looking forward to your new endeavours that you may not have gotten if you'd stayed home. It's really difficult um, when speaking about homesickness to your friends who may be in different situations as you are, because there may be this lack of understanding and everyone experiences emotions differently. That's the whole makeup of humans. But just opening up this conversation about it is the first steps into relieving some of this pain and some of this anxiety that homesickness can build up for you. A lot of the time it's important to not be sporadic with your ideas, to be calm and if you suddenly do something quite flippant it's only going to heighten your emotions even more. So booking that train as soon as you want to is not going to necessarily help your homesickness in the long run because you're allowing yourself to think that you can do this constantly and even though you may need to do that emotionally most of us cannot do that financially like it's not always the best decision to do but you'll know yourself the best and you're going to know your mind and your body for yourself and if that's what you've got to do that is what you've got to do and you have to be there for yourself because when you're away from home it's you are on your own and you are there for yourself you're the main caretaker of yourself and I was walking through town the other day with my friend and we were just sort of looking at Liverpool and thinking whoa Like, this is kind of crazy that I live here right now and my parents have no really significant connection to this city like I do. And it was a complete sort of epiphany to me that people live completely different lives and you do often have to take a very selfish approach and be there for yourself because no one's looking after me in Liverpool like I'm looking after myself and you know yourself best and I think you've got to do things that are going to help you and you're going to know that so taking yourself on self-care days and you know budgeting for these homesickness periods where you may need some extra help and you may need some extra comfort whether that is going for coffee because you always used to do that or reading a book or maybe going to an event Different things are going to help you through this homesickness period and it's just about learning and pushing through it and make notes like if you know something helps write that down if you know something that doesn't help that is going to sort of trigger this homesickness try to avoid it as best as you can and it's just important to know that everyone in their life is going to experience homesickness and it's not a sign of weakness at all it's not You know, a sign that you're not happy in your new environment or that you shouldn't be in your new environment. It's completely normal feelings. And that was a very short episode today. However, I am planning to get a few more recordings in before I go away. I'm going away next week to visit my friend for her birthday, and then I will be back and on the podcast grind again. I'm determined to get this through, guys. Like, come on, we can do this. (laughs) But I will see you all very soon, and I hope you have enjoyed today's episode.